Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Tammy. And I'm Will. Woo! <laughs> and I guess you guys can also introduce yourselves because you you were you you still are in our hearts part of the podcast, oh. guys. <laughs> it's Matt. And now, yay! Yay for us! <laughs> yay! <laughs> you have returned from Defenders Purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> how have you been we got, we got sent there i don't know what the sin was but <laughs> uh, i think you actually sent yourselves there you were like nice. you were like uh claire twin peaks the return has has destroyed us <laughs> the only cure is to go and sit in defenders purgatory for a while <laughs> basically um until you've until you've you know re- regrouped yourselves back together um, so you're saying, you've just been sitting in a waiting room this whole time. No. <laughs> it's a waiting room full of like bunnies and oh, kittens right. and all nice stuff that will take your mind off uh, Twin Peaks to return. <sighs> I'm so relieved. <laughs> uh, I should say, guys, have you seen all of um, uh, Jessica Jones or are you watching it no. week by week? Uh, not week by week, just whenever. <laughs> just whenever? Did did you guys end up watching The Punisher, or you skipped it? We skipped it. Mm. <laughs> That's fair enough. It was, yeah, I, was, I, was, I was thinking I was making a noise, and then I was like, well, to be fair, it's not really connected with any of the other shows, apart from not even really Daredevil Season 2, is it? No, so, you really don't need to see anything. Yeah, you just get sad sack Karen Page. It wasn't. It wasn't that good. I was going to say uh, there's no, nothing. Was, oh, we really liked it. Sorry, sorry. I meant you meant you didn't need to see any of the other Defender shows. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> but it may have also said my true feelings. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good for what it was. It was for me. It was uh, too violent for my personal tastes. It was a difficult one because, as well, yeah. there was a lot of stuff that there was a storylines in it, one storyline in particular that we really didn't like. Yeah. And it was hard to watch. And I think that's also because of uh, mine and uh, Tammy's kind of views on certain things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think maybe you would have, you might have got annoyed at, at points. Yeah, probably. You just like getting annoyed. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but the uh, pieces were, you know, the acting itself was amazing. It was yeah, really Yeah, and there was, there was Billy, beautiful Billy. And beautiful Billy, and and I think for making that character thirteen episodes, I thought they did a really good job with the story. Yeah, but, um, definitely. But yeah, there were just a lot that I'm just like, yeah, not a series I necessarily ever need to rewatch. There no. was an episode where I think they used up all the fake blood in uh, in New York. In the world, yeah, yeah, in the world, actually, yeah, in the world. There was so much fake blood. I've never seen so much fake blood in my life. There was more than The Shining. It was insane. Wow. Oh, my God. It was insanity. That's, yeah. saying, that's a lot. Oh, yeah. It was a lot. <laughs> wow. It was flying everywhere. It was me watching through, like, my fingers. Like, I, I couldn't really just watch it. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound like, yeah. Yeah. Right up your street, Mel. <laughs> I, I know about your I know about your bloodlust. <laughs> I don't mind violence, but I don't know. There's there's a point though, like where it just gets to be too much, you know. Sometimes, yeah, especially when it feels really real, you know. If, yeah. it, if it's like super fake, I'm okay with it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this was not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not squeamish, and even a few times I was like, Whoa! You know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I've got some news for you guys. Great. Only a few bits. 
Apparently this week it was confirmed that Matt Damon has passed on the main villain role in the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel. <laughs> Who would he have played? I don't know. But I apparently he passed on it. <laughs> I'm fine with him passing on stuff. Do you he not like played, Matt Damon, Tammy? He would have, he would have played the chameleon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, they could have had the chameleon in it. That would have been cool. <laughs> like a villain they haven't done before, you know? Yeah. yeah. Get someone interesting. Oh, Mysterio. Oh, he could have been Mysterio. Old bowl, goldfish bowl head. Uh, cool. Mysterio, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. But apparently he's passed on it anyway. So, yeah. Um, so two other characters have been confirmed to appear in the Captain Marvel film that we've seen already in the uh, Marvel movies. One is Ronan the Accuser, who was Lee Pace. He was the villain in Guardians of the Galaxy 1. So because uh, oh. Captain Marvel is a prequel, so it doesn't matter that he got blown into smithereens, I think, at the end of that film. Uh-huh. And the other one is, oh, I can't remember his name. Is it Korash? It's the the character played by Digimon Honslu at the start of Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. who yeah. where Chris Pratt's like, I'm Star-Lord, and he's like, whoo! That yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, he's going to be in it as well. I like that actor. So I'm glad he's in it as well. Some new Daredevil set photos have been released, and it suggests that they might be delving into Karen Page's past, because it looks like they're going to be some scenes set in the town in Vermont that she grew up in. So that's interesting. Oh. So we might find out what happened with her brother and all that kind of stuff. Last bit of news. Uh, guess what, guys? I've seen Black Panther finally! Yes! <laughs> I knew Tammy and Will and all of, us, all of our listeners would be thrilled um, so, that I am about six weeks behind <laughs> everyone else. I have watched um, it three times now, like Claire. Oh, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> What took you? I loved it. It was great. Have you seen it, Matt and Mel? Yes, we have. We loved it. It's so good. Yes. Yeah. And also, what a great villain. I won't say anything else. But the villain was awesome. He was so interesting. He was very stylish. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, nice hair. (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't even annoyed by Martin Freeman's American accent, so hooray. (laughs) Tammy, did you bite through your retainer or whatever that was? (laughs) If I had one, I would have. <laughs> yeah, the, there was a scene where Michael B. Jordan took his shirt off, and I was like, oh, Tammy would have been bouncing up and down in the in her chair. And so my, probably her grandmother would be have been as well. <laughs> yeah, my friend that I took um, last weekend to see it, uh, I she's not like really, she doesn't watch a lot of movies anyway, and so she was like, ah. Oh, and I, I was like, oh, I'll take you to see it. She goes, ah. I showed her a picture of Michael B. Jordan. I'm like, he's in it. This guy is in it. And she goes, all right, let's go. <laughs> nice. And she enjoyed the film. She enjoyed it. But, uh... Great. My my mom wants to see it, and she's not a comic book fan, you know, at all. But I um, I think the the whole kind of uh, African culture in it, because they've, they've sort of traveled to areas of Africa, I think that would really appeal to her. And the I mean, it's a really good-looking film as well. I just think she would really enjoy it. Okay, one thing one thing that bugged me in my uh, in my screening of the movie is like, I guess the audience here like, like there's no there's no people of color in this city barely at all, and there's any, a few. But any, anytime anytime uh, the character with like the lip disc came on, people oh, yeah. would laugh. Oh, yeah. They would laugh. Really? People would laugh. I don't remember you, you don't that. Hear laughing? No, I did. But I was like, ah, is that just my theater? Or is that happening everywhere? <laughs> like, that's terrible. Uh, it is terrible. I had no idea that 
Yeah. <laughs> Oh Mel's going to go and sort them out. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. We, did you, did you guys experience that? We had quite a loud screening only because I went in the middle of the day. I had day off, so I went in the middle of the day. And I thought, oh, it will be really quiet. But I forgot it's Easter holidays. So um, it was about half full. Um, mm-hmm. But there was a group of sort of kids who were about 12. And they weren't, like, laughing anything in the film or being loud because they were commenting on the film. They were just generally loud, like just talking between themselves. Ah, but luckily they were far enough back that I couldn't, you know, really hit. They didn't ruin the film for me. There's benefits of being like a little bit deaf sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone laughed in my theater, but, you know, there were definitely like you could hear people like kind of whisper to each other. I, I do think it was a little shocking for some people, but I mean, I had already seen, you know, I've seen that just in life. Like, yeah. And then I've also, I had also seen so many pictures of the movie before it came out. Like, it wasn't surprising he was a character, because mm. I'd already seen pictures of him. But I just don't know how no one could have ever seen that. Like, I feel like it's, they yeah. show, like, images of, like, yeah, that's the thing. cultures so often. Like, that, that yeah. is, like, such a... Such a distinct culture, you, you have know, to, to look have for. That. You have to look for that. You have to be interested in like documentaries and other cultures and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, they need so much natural National Geographic. Exactly. Morals. I was just thinking that, like, they always had pictures of like just like yeah, like all kinds of cultural, like you know, like uh, I guess body modifications like that. Yeah. 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 Anyways, that will off several times. Sorry, will. <laughs> uh, I was saying, I was, you know, like I've seen, um, you know, pictures, but I was still shocked to see it in the film but then i was like oh yeah it really makes sense though because this is in africa it makes sense Mm. to have that kind of thing we didn't portland is a very uh white city (laughs) but in (laughs) my screening there were a lot of black people there and you know Speaking of stereotypes, there are a lot of people like talking at the screen during our filming. <laughs> 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 like, like, um, like, it's just throughout the movie, every once in a while, somebody would say something like, oh, these are some strong black women in this movie and stuff like that. <laughs> Amazing. Now, does that bug you if people talk no, that was, you? that was actually kind of funny, but I got a feeling that maybe <laughs> some people there were annoyed by it, but I, don't know, I guess I'm kind of used to it growing up <laughs> yeah we, we don't really i don't know usually screenings are pretty quiet unless you go to one with like a load of kids and they're kind of quite loud but it was good also i think my favorite character sorry um uh because he was hilarious um my favorite non-main character i will say because like all the main characters i think were my favorite because they were all amazing in that film but my favorite non-main character was um, Mbaku, the uh, yeah. the leader of the Jabari. Oh my god, he was amazing! I loved him. Is that he's like great. the northern tribe or whatever? Yeah, he's like the yeah. king gorilla. I think he referred yeah. to himself as. He's based yeah. on uh, Ape Man, I think, or Man Ape from the comics. Oh, he was oh, yeah, awesome. guy, he was so funny. He was, vi- he was a villain, wasn't he? Yeah, he was great. Yeah, in the in the film, he was great. Was he, he was a sometimes? Like, yeah. yeah, I liked him too, but. Uh, in the comics, was he a sometimes ally? Like, like he wasn't. I don't know. I don't know enough about um, Black Panther yeah, comics to comment on that. I didn't see him necessarily as an ally or a villain. Like he was just in the movie, at least. I yeah. don't know in the comic, but you know, he just did his own thing. Yeah, the more I've watched it, the more he's become my favorite character. Yeah, he's I think like Shuri was my favorite character. Oh, Shuri the first was great. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, and I liked his. Uh, he lived in a palace, and the walls were made of like branches that were all yeah, together so kind of cool. hanging it was so yeah. cool 
I was like, oh, he must be cold, but oh, it looks really cool. No, <laughs> he needed he needed to wear just the right. He he, he looked great. <laughs> I was I was good with him just wearing the fur on his shoulders. So that was it. <laughs> Damn it. This this movie, I'm fun. like. It, was just I, it really. This movie <laughs> had one of the most beautiful casts I've ever seen in any yeah. film in my life. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we should talk about other stuff. We should talk about uh, Jessica Jones. Talk about beautiful casts. Uh, obviously, also beautiful people doing this podcast. You're all beautiful guys. Thank you. Modest. Uh, so this week we are covering episode five and six of season two. Episode five is AKA the octopus written by Jamie King and directed by Millicent Shelton. And, uh, episode six is AKA FaceTime written by Rael Tucker and directed by Jet Wilkinson. Uh, episode five backed into a corner. Jessica is forced to share her Intel on the killer. A groggy Trish tries to pull herself together before an important meeting. Episode six Jessica gate crashes an exclusive country club on the hunt for the killer, and Trish's new addiction begins to spiral out of control. And nowhere does it mention, oh my god, that that uh, cliffhanger at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, also, I will say, uh, our um, last week's guest, Brad, he watched episode seven, and he loved it. So, it's highly recommended. I'm excited <laughs> for you guys to see next week as well. <laughs> so next week. <laughs> yeah. Not this week, he's way week. ahead now. <laughs> yeah, he's so ahead. He's like bulletsing through the season. Uh, so this week <laughs> I've split things into Jessica, Trish, Jerry, uh, and then I put Killer and Killer and Company, which is uh, the Killer and the Doctor and Malcolm. So let's start off with Jessica. So we start off with her in the jail cell, and because um, she's being framed and punches the wall. Um, and is obviously very upset about the frame job. And I was like, oh, maybe Matt Murdock's going to come in and represent her. Oh, no, he's dead. Oh, <laughs> sad. Oh, no. Also, she's got Jerry there and she's helping yeah. Jerry. So Jerry's helping. Like, yeah. yeah, there's tons. Of, there's enough lawyers to go around in this universe. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Tammy was watching at home going, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> That was that was so weird when Foggy came in for one scene in that room. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey guys! It was like I expected the studio audience to start clapping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a sitcom. It'll be great. Um, so obviously Jerry's talking to her about um, what she needs to do uh, to get out of there, but um, Jessica's worried that she might end up getting framed for all the unsolved stuff. Um, and then I think when we see her next she's on the phone to malcolm because he's updating her on all the stuff that's gone missing and jessica decides to try something new and encourage malcolm <laughs> and she's so uncomfortable with it and i love it i'm oh uh, go ahead oh i was just i'm like i'm always annoyed at how she treats him <laughs> he's, malcolm, i know he's so devoted to her he's like the best employee you know yeah. really like he i mean who who what other employee would refinish your home for you? Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. What other employee would put up with, with her anyway? Yeah. Like, just as she yeah. is, you know? Yeah. Um, because he could still go back to uni and everything, you know? it's Just because he, he dropped out doesn't mean he couldn't. But I guess it's a matter of, you know, funding himself. But he could still do other things, you know? Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, when we learn more, though, about his him and the university, I don't know what 
he exactly did. I mean, he kind of like made it seem like it was no big deal, but I don't know. I feel like there's more to it. So maybe he can't go back to at least that university. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was studying he social work, wasn't he? Yeah. Cause he didn't even want to go back there to just look up the professor or whatever. I thought that was more because he'd have to break in. So to do that, he'd have to get someone's. I don't. Yeah, we'll talk about it with him, but like that doesn't make any sense. Like you can't just look on that online for that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Back there at all. You'd think like the uh, the yearbooks would be online, but yeah. Um, Um, My only note for this scene was. Jessica makes those chains look so cool. She makes them look like accessories. I know, right? <laughs> right? Because when she was turned around, I was like, is that like a chain belt? Like, what is she wearing? And I was like, oh, no, she's chained together. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> You're like, oh, what the one? Like, yeah, she should have a, a wallet chain. She should bring that back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tammy's always uh, admiring the fashions. I, I guess so. Second nature, Tammy. <laughs> I'm just surprised. Like, for someone, they know she's super-powered, and those chains look so flimsy. Like, I was just yeah. surprised that they didn't and they, try harder. And they, they know she could bust out of those if she wanted to, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So then why, why are they on there for? <laughs> <laughs> accessory! I guess it's to make them feel better, you know, like... But they know oh, well. she could bust out of them easily, so it's like, it, they might as well not be there. <laughs> but, Maybe uh, they'll, it, uh, they'll get some uh, vibranium chains from Wakanda. After yeah, Wakanda. they should have. They should have. Yeah. Well, once Wakanda's open, and maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mel is knitting. Mel is knitting right now. Is just reminding me of the uh, <laughs> the uh, Kristen Ritter. Uh, oh, you! Oh my God, she was so bubbly. <laughs> I love that she's the absolute opposite of Jessica Jones in real life. It's adorable. She's like a valley girl, but she seems like a little ditz. It's so cute. She's, yeah. She's like a ditzy valley girl crossed with a grandma crossed with a like a runway model with a goth because she's quite gothy with, with, like her look. Yeah, her yeah clothes are, I love it. Her hair is a little gothy. <laughs> it's hilarious. Grandma like <laughs> for speech. That video time. was like one of my favorite interviews I think I've ever seen just because I was like, oh look at Jessica Jones being all giggly and knitting. Oh. Um. So next time we see her is she's with Jerry again in the interrogation room again. And this is when we see Sunday and Costa. And um, Jerry has advised Jessica to make a statement uh, and basically tells them everything. He's like, yeah, this is the killer. She's got abilities. She's stronger than I am. Tells them about IGH. And uh, Jessica says she'll start at the beginning. I was very worried for her that this was going to go down how she feared it would. And they really? pin everything yeah. on her. Well, in, instead, we get that, the, well, I think it's like the next scene um, where she's speaking to Costa and he's like, oh, I believe you. I, you know, because you, um, I was there in the police precinct when so Kilgrave was there. And then he's oh, like, and my, my bad dreams went away the day you got rid of him. I was like, <laughs> I actually, yeah, I teared up. I was like, oh, Jessica, <laughs> does do some good. Why, why did you ever see that? <laughs> Have we ever actually seen him before? Okay. <laughs> but it was finally, finally, she gets someone that's supportive of her, you know, like. Yeah. There was nobody, nobody is thankful for anything that she does. Like, even when she saved uh, the landlord's kid, like, at first he was like, you tried to kill him, you know, and I know. You tried of- to throw my child out the window. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, everything she does, even if it's good, she gets blamed. Like, yeah. you, just, you just turn it the other way. 
yeah. Well, she gets blamed a lot as well, uh, you know, even um, by Dorothy for a lot of the stuff that Trish does because she's like, oh, you're a bad influence on Trish, you know, and all this kind of thing, which is nothing to do with Jessica, you know, but um, she's Dorothy's constantly being blamed for stuff. manipulative bitch. So oh, yeah. Her. Yeah, absolutely. I find Dorothy fascinating, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, what is your deal, you crazy woman? Um, yeah, she's kind of fascinating. Uh, so... Yeah, this scene with Costa, it was it was so cute. I loved it. Um, so uh, Jessica meets up with Jerry outside, and this is when um, Jessica says that she needs a safe house for Inez, so she hands her over to Jerry. And then uh, Tammy, uh, Tammy's favourite character appears, uh, Price. Right. Uh, Matt, Matt, what do you think of Price and Oscar, like the two the new guys in this series compared to season one? Mm-hmm. Which which one's Oscar? Oscar's the neighbour. Who like paints yeah. her naked? Oh yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I like him. Uh, I don't like Shang. Uh, no. I think that's how it's supposed to be. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Chang's kind of a prick. Well, he, he's just kind of like, I'm gonna steal all your business. It's kind of weird. He was like, you know, yeah, real big in the first episode, and then he like disappeared for a long time. Yeah. Back. Yeah. I think he's quite whiny as well. Like yeah. he's just kind of like, yeah. and it's like, oh, shut up, Bryce. Go yeah, but I do like I do like Oscar. Yeah, he's you know his motives are quite understandable. You know, like you can really relate to why he reacts so negatively to her okay. presence. You know, yeah, yeah. at first, <laughs> not anymore, obviously, not, not so much later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Jessica goes back to Alias. Uh, Malcolm's brought her a new laptop. Oh. At least I do that at the office. Such a good employee. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a like, little plant on the windowsill. Aww. It's like, um, it touches. Yeah. Aww. He's adorable. And this is when we find out about David Kowecki, I think his surname was, uh, about the fact that he confessed to the murder of Luan, but Inez says that he wasn't there. And he was the janitor at the hospital with the mentality of a 10-year-old. So Jessica plans to go and visit him and says, hey, Malcolm, go and take Inez to Jerry. By the way, you're now my associate. Aww. Yeah. Promotion. Executive assistant. You still get yeah. 20%. <laughs> AKA, AKA gopher. <laughs> Go for coffee. It's probably I was just like, at least Malcolm's getting gopher. some recognition, sort of, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And something I really want to tell you guys as well about later in this season, and I can't. Oh. <laughs> it's hard being the, the expert as well, guys. I swear. Yeah. Um, so hard being Claire. <laughs> so hard. So hard, man. <laughs> I have the hardest life. Uh, so when you watch things ahead. <laughs> I know, but then you want to talk about them and you've gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, I wish I was, I was still young. And 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 uh, unknowing like like uh, uh, Tammy and uh, Will. Oh, those innocent days! I was so innocent back then. <laughs> uh, so Jessica goes to visit Oscar and uh, needs to collect her favour. And he suggests suggested he suggests dinner, but instead she needs an ID for a secure psych ward. And Oscar says, "I can do it in three hours, uh, and I need a photo of you." It doesn't uh, look like the most professional photo that no. he's using no. for her. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, and, and, at least done, like took off the leather jacket and like done up her hair how she was gonna have it later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But she's like, no, I had my ID photo done and my way to BikerCon or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, and then she gets the call from Griffin that Trish needs her now. Actually, I forgot about the third new guy, Griffin. No, no. What do you think about Griffin? I forgot uh, to mention him to you because I find him so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, it felt like we were, we were going to find out he was skeezy in some way, but, like, that was a trick. Like, he was just going through her shit to set up that totally romantic proposal. Um, so, yeah, apparently he's perfect. Uh, so I can see how that's annoying. He's English. <laughs> of course he's perfect. We all are. <laughs> um, Tammy and Will, were you, like, disappointed by that, that he turned out to be a actual good guy? I know it's more of a Trish thing, but I thought I'd mention it. I, I still don't say he's a good guy. Uh, I, he still, like, was douchey to her back at her apartment in the, like, I don't know, whichever episode we saw last week. <laughs> They're all blending together at this point. But, yeah, I, I'm like, I don't know. I think he's still full of himself. I think that, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I don't like him I, as, a, as a person. Not that I think he's evil. I just don't yeah. like him as a person. <laughs> yeah, I still don't like him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'll get to the reasons why I don't like him later in this episode as well. Did he talk about did, his but... dick this episode, Claire? I don't think he did, but, I mean, he did uh, propose to someone in public in front of everyone, not really giving yeah. him a chance yeah. to say no. So I hate him for that, you know. But I yeah. don't think he talked about his dick. I mean, I started expecting him at the proposal to be like, yes, do you want to marry me or not? My dick needs to know. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I... That's just so weird to me, too, because I'm like, you guys were just fighting, like, fighting. Like, I honestly thought at one point your relationship was over. And you plan this elaborate thing to propose to her? Like, you might want to be a little more sure of where your relationship stands yeah. before doing that. I'm always, like, I think it depends on the people and the... Um situation but like public proposals as well and where they've invited everyone that that person knows i i don't like i kind of i think that that's a way of unintentionally putting pressure on that person to to accept and um i i don't think it's about at all being romantic to the person you're proposing to i think it's all about feeding your ego it's very bullying yeah 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 yeah, so I, I was like, well, if I didn't like Griffin before, then I definitely don't now. Yeah. Um, so when do we see Jessica next? So it's when, I think it's when Jessica turns up at the, oh no, it's when Jessica goes to get the ID, isn't it? And Vito yeah. wants her to stay for dinner and he gives her a drink of spanada. Is that how you say it? Spanada? Spanada. Um, and Which apparently the... everyone drinks in this episode. Right? I've what? never heard of it before. I mean, I don't drink, so I thought, yeah. well, maybe it's like, you know, I don't know how common it is, but yeah, everyone drinks. Yeah, drink. but specifically this drink. Like, we see this bottle later on, maybe in the next episode. Again, and I'm just like, yes. But for another character. And I'm like, what? is everyone, like, is it on sale somewhere? <laughs> I don't understand. It's on sale at Publix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think they have Publix in New York, but yeah, they should. But they They're don't. They're going to, to Florida to get it, time. Oh, okay. It's such a good deal. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the first thing Jessica got drunk on because her parents kept it in the house. 
and Jessica looks on sadly at the family dinner and leaves and we're like oh Jessica when will you find happiness run to Luke Jessica run <laughs> Luke had better show up in this season I'm uh, not saying no. <laughs> I will say nothing um, so Jessica enters the scariest psych ward ever it's like something out of I don't know 12 monkeys uh, uh, with her fake ID and meets David and she's going by the name Anne I think in this and she asks David about Luann uh, what do you guys think of this this scene like I know this is like a jail psych ward but this is a psych ward like you think that they could make it a little bit better for like I don't know like your mental state <laughs> not, <laughs> not like it's really like so dreary and so sad like I just Where's the plants? Where's the where's the, pa- the pastel colors? Where's the windows? <laughs> where's the yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's kind of yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I guess because they're not expecting people to recover. You know, it's not about rehabilitation in there and stuff. But I mean, no one's going to be re- rehabilitated. No one's going to. You know, if people go in there and they're not a, you know, a psychopathic murderer, then they're probably going to come out as one because it is the most like horrible place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, it just looks like a jail. I mean, yeah, basically. I thought it even looked worse than a jail. It was just scummy and gross and horrible. But I don't know why they would bother, like, having, uh, like, if they're they're not going to have, like, an environment where you want someone to become better, then why are you getting these, like, uh, like therapists, therapists, people, yeah, like, coming over yeah. and trying to help them work through their issues, like, you know, like. The environment's already terrible. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm wondering if it's... I mean, obviously, Jessica's got another thing, but, like, who yeah. knows what their actual therapists there are like. They might just be, like, pill pushers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're just going and medically seeing what they need to maintain and remain docile. Yeah. And then mm. that's it. <laughs> Which is, God, even sadder. <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad for David. Yes. Like, because yeah. he's obviously just been told to repeat this story. And it's oh, it's just really sad that he got kind of fame for this, you know. And um, he's doing his little drawings of octopuses. Sadly, it, I'm sorry, it wasn't Doc Octopus. Uh, Will. <laughs> I was hoping for it. Yeah, maybe he'll show up later in the season. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, but assume, I, I felt really bad for him. I assume uh, the uh, octopus genes are going to be like. Jess is gonna find out she's part octopus. Uh, <laughs> just like I, just like Luke, Cage, just like Luke Cage is part Albacortuna or whatever he was. <laughs> well, I joked about that with you know, Rebecca because I was like, are they both? Are they both like sea creatures? Oh. Now what was Luke Cage? It was owl. Is that some kind of shell or something? An abalone. Abalone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the secret to his hard skin. Yeah. Aww. It's like, you know, in Friends, where Phoebe's, like, talking about lobsters holding claws walking through the sea. That's like Jessica and Luke. They're just going to hold their little sea claws and walk through the sea together. Aww. <laughs> so weird. Uh, I'm surprised so... at the uh, level of drawing skill that David had, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Like, his, like, his people were really, like, detailed. I was like, wow. Because like, I was expecting him to kind of, like, do, like, a wax crayon, like, you know, like stick figures with like mm-hmm. the triangle dress or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty good. It doesn't seem like there's much else to do there. Yeah. Yeah. And he draws, uh, I mean, even, 
you know, you could kind of recognize uh, the doctor from uh, Dr. Carl uh, from his from that drawing of him because he kind of captured him really well. Yeah, he did. Um, she lucked out. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Jessica calls uh, Costa from the aquarium and says about David's innocence and then waits to see uh, a man looking like the drawing to approach the octopus tank. And I wrote in my notes, oh, is Jessica an octopus? <laughs> this is when I'm thinking about the DNA when the DNA is different and everything. But we see, like, because the doctor's got, like, a little octopus mug, so he's kind of a bit obsessed with octopi. Octopus is his. Is his. <laughs> um, so I have a question, and this isn't necessarily related to Jessica Jones. This is just a general question. It just... Seeing this guy made me think of it. What is the deal with neck beards? Because <laughs> I have been seeing them more recently, and I'm like, that's not going to be a thing again, right? Like, neck beards are bad still, right? <laughs> neck were you thinking of getting like, one, Tommy? Neck beards were like a thing in the 1800s. Like, we yeah. don't need to. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to. But he's got a neck beard, and I've just recently seen people with neck beards and I'm like oh, that's not okay that's not okay <laughs> and I was asking Dan because I was like is that like back like is that a trend and I don't know about it I hope not I, so I, I just don't didn't know. know I haven't noticed it but I'm okay. yeah I'm not a fan of the neck beards uh, okay good. Oh, I haven't noticed everybody seems to have a beard around here but I don't think I've noticed neck beards though okay good Good. Well, you're going to be on Neckbeard Watch I'm now, I'm going to be looking for them now. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. It's very important because I need to start a campaign to stop it, if that's the case. <laughs> no. Yeah. Keep us posted. Because <laughs> then Tammy will travel to Portland and meet up with, uh, meet up with the mayor of Portland, um, Tom Coppin. Oh, Isn't he the mayor of Portland from Portlandia? And uh, do a no no neck beard uh, statement. Yeah, really, exactly. <laughs> um, so when the so we see the doctor and the the killer enter, Jessica has a flashback to him, and uh. Uh, we sort of get the ending of the episode where um, they obviously see her as well, and then the killer slams her fist into the octopus tank. And then I love that you hear someone going "Help me, help me" or something like that, and that as the tank explodes. And then we cut to black and it's like a little cliffhanger because obviously it was they haven't really got the budget to show this tank exploding and stuff going everywhere. So yeah, next episode, it's just them running outside. I yeah, went to the next thing. episode and I was like, did I miss something? Because it skipped the <laughs> opening credits. I was like, wait, did it skip too far or something? <laughs> yeah, then I realized okay, they just didn't show it. But first, Jessica not being very discreet. She's she supposed no. to be like a private eye. Um yeah. And I saw the... I think, uh, unless she was just in shock. I don't know. <laughs> she was just like... The actor well, who... she doesn't have her sound off on her camera. Who does yeah. not have their sound off on their camera on that's their phone? A rookie, that's a rookie mistake. Like That's yeah. the first thing I do when I get a new phone is like, and camera sound off, because no. Yeah. And how can you take <laughs> creeper photos if you guys your sound off? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And sometimes you need to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of yeah, funny. I've that... been in Walmart with you at midnight, Tammy. I know all about taking creeper photos. <laughs> I mean, guy in yeah. sweatpants, you got to get that photo <laughs> of him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Her pants are just a little bit uh, 
wet below the knees like she's... not even like yeah. it's like halfway halfway across the shin or something she should be completely drenched yeah, yeah. um but uh yeah like they don't, yeah i find it funny they don't have the budget for this but like jackie chan did it in a in a really early movie of his uh did he was it first strike i think it might have been there was a scene in an aquarium and like he was fighting some dudes and the aquarium got busted and it all flooded in and stuff and that was just like a I'm pretty sure it was a cheap Chinese production and they did it. <laughs> Marvel can't do it. <laughs> they they could they could afford like the CG crack and that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe they're um saving up the budget for something coming later in the series. Yes. When uh, saw... Stiltman appears. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it's the... when uh, Jessica grows eight arms from her octopus DNA. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Will. I, I, was say, I saw the actor who plays the doctor. I saw his name in the opening credits, so I was yeah. excited to see him. I always say he's my favorite Cylon, not because I approved of what he did on the show, just because he was the most interesting, I guess, the most creepy. He's like, I'm amazed, because this is Callum Keith Renner. I am amazed it's taken him this long to show up in one of the Marvel shows. Because, like, that dude has been in everything. Like, every every show, he appears in everything. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of amazing, because when he appeared, I was like, oh, of course he's in one of these shows. Why wouldn't he be? Because he's in every single show. No, it just... <laughs> and he dude. appeared in the X-Files twice, Tammy. Yeah. Oh. Lucky us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my favorite shot of these two episodes start is in the um, start of the next episode when we see um, everyone runs out of the aquarium, and I was kind of half watching it, and I saw <laughs> I saw all these people running out of the aquarium, and then I saw a giant starfish run out of the aquarium. I didn't realize it was a woman dragging a balloon. So when I was kind of half watching it, it looks like all these people ran out, and then this giant starfish is like, "Well, I'm getting out of there too." <laughs> <laughs> It made me laugh so hard. It's not quite as amusing as uh, the body of Will Simpson being thrown a mile into the sea at the start of last week, but it did make me laugh. You know when right. when when the when when it was like somebody help me, and then it cuts to her running away, it just makes it seem like she left everyone behind. And didn't yeah, see yeah. I thought too. I was like, yeah. no, we don't see her actually like help that guy. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. I drowned. <laughs> it's very well, sad. I mean, seeing as how dry she is, I assume, yeah, she left them behind. That's like a running <laughs> theme. Like, that's a running theme, like these uh, episodes where Jerry was like, that lady fell over and she didn't even help her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's teaching you that if you see someone in need, don't help them. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Step over them. <laughs> Step over them or push them out of the way. <laughs> Uh, so this one, Jessica goes to the shop uh, with the CCTV cameras, but it's closed. The shop in the background of this scene is a hairdresser's, and it's called Virgin Holic Hair. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was so confused. I had to rewind it, and I was like, "No, it's called Virgin Holic Hair." Okay, and I'm assuming that's a real place. They haven't created it just for the show. Very strange. Mm -hmm. um, was there, there was like a weird <laughs> place too. Remember, Matt? It was like. Uh... What was it called like? Oh, can't remember. Yeah. It was like New York cheeses or something. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. It was like village cheeses because it's in yes! the village, I guess. Yes. Yeah, and that shows up a few times. Yeah, it was so weird. It's yeah, weird. And um, we also get Jessica. I love that we have her doing this because it makes me relate to her. 
in that her phone is wet, so she goes and buys some rice and puts it in the rice. Yeah, we, we like, didn't yes. know what she was doing at first. <laughs> She's just really, really hungry. Yeah, well, I thought she was going to try to, like, I don't know. I just thought it was a part of her investigation. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can get that CCTV footage using a bag of rice, because I yeah. am a MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, so the, the next time I think we see her is when she uh, is washing her hair in the apartment, and her phone's working again, so she looks at the photos of the couple, and she sees this ring on the finger of the doctor and uh, finishes off her maker's mark, which lasted her a long time, and looks at her family's ashes sadly because, you know, everyone finds someone apart from, you know, her family and her. And then she feels a bit horny, so she goes around to Oscar's house. <laughs> <laughs> All the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> and he's feeling a bit horny because he's sad about his ex. He's a bit drunk. And... Um, so and they have his mother is out. I don't know because it seemed like she lived there. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, uh, yeah, she does live there because Vito is with the yeah. ex-wife. Sonia. So where is his mom? That they're in the other room, being like awkward. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I can't even walk out to the kitchen. <laughs> oh no, I just want my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> she, might have, like, she might not just not have her hearing aid in for the like. <laughs> he knows he can do whatever. So <laughs> yeah, maybe she's taking a hearing aid out because he was playing that music so loud. And she was like, "Oh, oh, take my hearing aid out." <laughs> Let's hope. And um, then they roll around in the paint and have sex in the purple paint. Get yeah, it? It's, well, it's also yellow. Um, <laughs> also yellow. That was a bit on the nose that it was purple paint. I was, was like, oh, "Weird okay. and gross." Like that's going to get in all of your orifices. Yep. I don't like <laughs> and it's probably toxic. Come on. Have <laughs> yeah. you never it's done like... that? Rolled around in paint. <laughs> like Crayola non-toxic just in case like, it's a wash <laughs> yeah Josie um, was not happy with this scene at all and she was completely grossed out and then uh, Dan was like what they're making art <laughs> I was like oh, <laughs> Josie doesn't like any time people have sex though do That's no really not at all she, she doesn't she barely likes if they kiss she's just like ugh <laughs> <laughs> She's so unromantic. I love it. No, not at all. <laughs> She's definitely not romantic. Does <laughs> she have cooties? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not that they have cooties. She just finds the whole thing unnecessary. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she's wa- she's watching these shows with her parents. I'm sure that, like, I didn't want to watch this kind of stuff with my parents either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose it is awkward. Yeah. But she doesn't when- even like books that have, like, if they have a ton of... Because she calls all of this makeout scenes, whether they have sex or not, they're all makeout <laughs> scenes. And uh, yeah, she doesn't even like books if they have too many quote unquote makeout scenes. I'm like, all right, dude. <laughs> I was reading B.T. Andrews at 11, so I don't know what the problem was. <laughs> oh my God, Tammy. <laughs> not that I'm trying to force her to read that kind of stuff. They're nor like should the she. books. <laughs> oh, they're the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> So she hasn't, uh, Josie hasn't read like Fifty Shades of Grey yet then? No, no, nor. I mean, that's just a terrible book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's not like my mom didn't know what was in them. Like, my mom read them. So I'm like, now I look back and I'm like, why did my mom let me read B.C. Andrews? (laughs) (laughs) It'll teach her about 
The birds and the bees. <laughs> yeah. A really weird backwards thing. twist. Yeah. Cool. In a very disturbing way. <laughs> well, when there was the yellow paint in this scene, because we see the purple paint and we saw yellow paint, and I was like, well, oh, yellow's Luke's colour. Well, oh, Luke, <laughs> when are you going to show up? <laughs> um, because, come on, this would be so much hotter if it was Luke and Jessica. Oh, everything <laughs> hotter. Um, and in the next scene, because uh, I know, uh, obviously, Mel, you like to, to draw. So, obviously, you stand and uh, draw Matt while he's asleep, don't you? Uh, oh, for sure, all the time. <laughs> like a little creeper. Yes, all the time. <laughs> what did you guys think of this, that she's just, he's just drawing her while she's asleep? I, I don't think it's that bad honestly like I-, I can understand why she doesn't like it it's kind of a vulnerable uh drawing of herself you know and she doesn't mm-hmm. like to see herself as being vulnerable i don't think yeah I-, I think that's more of the thing is she's vulnerable yeah i think when someone draws you it's like really it's like it's really per- it- drawings can- drawings can be like really personal you know like yeah. sometimes it's really hard to deal with with that it's the same thing as a photo of yourself. Sometimes you'll see, like, a photo of yourself and you just, you know, so people just can't take seeing themselves, you know. It's mm. the same kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. Um, I, I don't know. He's an artist, so I can't really fault him for wanting to draw her while she's sleeping. I mean, she's she's there. It's easy subject, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. Know. Yeah. <laughs> um... So Malcolm totally calls out her walk of shame in the next scene <laughs> where <laughs> where she is covered in paint and gives her the info on the ring. It's a class ring. Um, and she tells him to go and get a list of, of people, like professors uh, from that uni, uh, for that university. Um, but he's worried about going back there. So she, uh, Jessica, meets Trish at the pawn shop to get the camera footage Um and this poor man that they're talking to, I felt really bad for him as well. Yeah. Like, because he's like, you know, just keeps getting robbed and everything, but he can't go to the police. And I just, I felt bad for him. Yeah. Because of Trump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, they see the video, um, you know, which obviously shows him drugging this woman. Uh, from the info that Malcolm gets for Jessica, they know that he's Carl Malice. He looks a bit hippie in his yearbook. Mm-hmm. And uh, and um, because of that, they find out uh, about going to the golf club because of his payments being billed to Amby Homes, which is a really... I, I don't like the fact that the guy's name's Ambrose and his company's called Amby Hose. I just find it a bit gross. I don't know why. <laughs> Like, ooh, are you wearing Ambi hose? Oh, no. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, weird. Um, what do you think of the golf club scene where they're trying to get in? It made me. Well, uh, Trish was funny. I liked her. Well, funny and sad. Funny and sad. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, when she was confronted by those two guys, I'm like, oh yeah, like there's like no action in this show. <laughs> and then mm. they, and then they didn't even show her fighting those guys they just flew into the frame like jazz yeah. from, uh, from fresh prince, from fresh prince. so jessica finds ambrose and uh security stops him and 
he calls her flawless, which is kind of creepy because he's like talking as though she's a product. I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't like that. And shows a picture of his son, Eric, who had severe cranial facial dystosis. sorry. And the doctor um, risked, risked his uh, career to save Eric, and that's why Ambrose gives him all of his ambi-hose money to fund his lifestyle. Look at my son. He's also flawless. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's so uh, beautiful. Yeah. They should have gave this guy a more flattering shirt. <laughs> oh, man. I okay. wasn't going to say anything, but I was like, this guy, he looks like he's got a bra on underneath his shirt. Yes, mm. but no, he, he had a like he needed one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to body shame him specifically, so no. I just said he should have had a more flattering shirt. Yeah, no, it's just it was just like because he had a pantyhose company. I was surprised that he didn't have like I don't know more like undergarment type things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't I know. I just think it's something they could have done in costuming, even if it was. I mean, not to body shame like you guys are saying, but like they he could have been wearing a binder, like. There's just things that could have flattened out what he had a little bit more and not yeah. it was distracting. Like it was distracting. <laughs> it, it distracted me the first time I saw it. it yeah. Was, uh, you know, and I just kinda like and I looked over to Tan and Josie to see their reaction because I was like, is it just distracting for me? So <laughs> I'm glad to hear it's not. I mean, you know, it is what it is. You're just it's a just, terrible person, Tammy. I mean, well, that that is true. Like, I don't deny that. So, whatever. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I have to go back and watch it now. So oh. you guys are talking about. No, if you didn't notice, good. good. Yeah. <laughs> no. like, don't go well, back, you're, Will. You're a better, you're a better person, person than, than us. all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. You're a good person, Will. Stay good. <laughs> um. So, this is when uh, Jessica... Uh, is carrying his clubs back. Well, like she's just carrying the whole thing of golf clubs. Um, she's told that Eric has no gifts, uh, so he didn't get any powers. Um, uh, and Ambrose says he won't do anything to hurt Dr. Carl, so Jessica breaks his club and leaves. Um, and next, I think, is when she finds the painting outside of her door, which is a lovely painting. Um yeah. yeah, I don't think it's by the actor who plays Oscar somehow. Maybe I'll have no. more details on that later. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think so. I think I know where the painting came from. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought you would recognize the uh, the style, Tammy. Yeah. Um, so Jessica waits for Eric outside apartment and sends FaceTime, which is title, of uh, of her and Eric to Ambrose. And Ambrose is like, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you whatever, whatever you want. Okay, fine. Um, so there's pretty much only one scene left which is Jessica in the house at the end of the episode talk me through this scene guys well it was shocking Yeah. how early did you guys figure it out like I mean I didn't figure it out till that scene but I just wonder in that scene yeah I didn't know that was her mom until like I mean not but in that scene when she starts looking around Mm-hmm. Once she picks up the perfume bottle, I was like, "Oh my god, that's her fucking mom!" <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I saw perfume it, was... as well ties like smell ties with memory the most, and I yeah. like that they they did that, and that was kind of you know part of the the reveal. That's when she dropped it, you know, and I thought that was cool. I, I Sorry, Malcolm. No, I thought it was like I thought it was some elaborate setup at first. Like I thought they were trying to get her to remember something. Well, oh, yes, it yeah. was. 
I guess it was, but, you know, like, I thought it was kind of, like, I don't know, like, trying to trigger, like, memories, but I didn't realize the reason until I saw it. Like, for me, it was just mm. until I saw the family photo, and then I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I figured out it was her mom uh, in this scene, but I was like, this doesn't make any how does this make any sense? So I was hoping it would turn out to be something else until she said, Mom? Yeah. Yeah. How how did she not um, recognize her mom when she sat down with her in the yeah. restaurant? Uh, they kind of go into it. Don't worry. Because, yeah, it's like a big plot hole. You're kind of like, what? But they do sort of go into it later. They brainwashed her or something. Well, you know, it's that terrible wig she's wearing. <laughs> well, I would assume too, because sometimes you're uh, when you're in a car accident, you get disfigured, right? Yeah, so your face would change, like especially if they reconstruct it, like yeah. Well, this was what I jo- very jokingly guessed to Rebecca, and it turned out to be true. And I think I realized it was true when we saw the bottle of alcohol, and I was like, "Hang on, that's the alcohol from that she mentioned earlier." I jokingly guessed it because I think at one point, and Rebecca will have to remind me, we were like joking about if it was the brother, like, oh, wouldn't that be funny, whatever, ha, ha, ha. And then I kind of jokingly went, oh, maybe it's the mum. And I said because, and I again, I, I definitely noticed it this time, because at one point they said that there was a, a lone female survivor, and that's the way they worded it. They didn't say lone Jessica was the lone survivor when they said it. They said lone female survivor. And usually when they're not as specific as they could be with something, I I always think it's it's there for a reason. It means something. And then they also later on, I think in the same episode, said that Jessica was technically, like they saved Jessica's life because mm-hmm. Jessica was technically dead. When she arrived at the hospital, she was dead. So I jokingly said to Rebecca, oh, so she wasn't the survivor. So mainly maybe the lone survivor was the mum, ha, 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 totally joking. Didn't think it was serious. Watching it on a second go now, there are lots of things that um, that reveal this. it was the mum. And particularly, like, and you, you can really pick up on it, like the scene where she wants to hold the baby, you know, and the baby's crying, and that's what kind of sets her off, you know, because obviously she has, you would think she holds the baby like a mother would, so she's obviously a, a mother. She has experience of being a mother. Just little things like that. Um, there's other stuff as well, but I'm I'm not going to go into it as yet. I'll probably go into it next week. There were cool little details you can spot. As I said, at one point, they if you if you were like looking at like freezing the the um, the episode, uh, there's you you would totally get who it is there's like because i i froze it to get some information last week and i was like oh that totally says who it is but you wouldn't be looking for it without knowing no yeah and and it makes the conversation that they had in the bar or whatever make a lot more sense that Mm -hmm. of why i guess her mom well we didn't just say her mom now uh why her mom was so like upset at jessica for not being happy with the fact that she was dead and she was brought back to life mm-hmm. because for her it meant ungrateful. something yeah, yeah you're ungrateful yeah and so for her it meant something completely different you know mm-hmm. so because that was her kid that she yeah. was able to save or have saved mm-hmm. uh, at what price i don't know because it seems like her and this carl guy are like together but in a weird like gross relationship <laughs> 
let's talk about them now because yeah. it's a good time to talk about it. So what do you what do you guys think is going on with like the mum? Because we've seen obviously she killed that guy last week. We know that. We'll just call her the mum for now because she got rid of the bloody clothes at the start of the, of the episode. Um, and she's burning all the files and stuff. So what do you guys think is going on with, with her? Well, I think obviously this guy is like a manipulator because he already manipulated yeah. David, you know. So yep. so I think he's also manipulating Jessica's mom. Like just kind yeah. of making her like, you know, like I'm protecting you, but not really. <laughs> I don't know. He's using her somehow. He's using her. Okay, so maybe... Well, she does say, uh, Jessica mentions about um, when they theorise that he might be using her as a weapon. Jessica says something like, oh, you know, deja vu. Because obviously Jessica was a super-powered woman manipulated by a man to be a weapon. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you think it's like a similar case? I think so. Because, I mean, I I think, you know, it, in meeting the other... The father, the you know, the other guy that's kind of covering for Carl and, like, you know, taking care of his Ambrose. bills and, oh, yeah, Ambrose. And taking care of his bills and everything. It's like, everyone, he probably makes people feel like I did this for your kids. I did this for your family, so you owe me. And just kind of, like, makes it so they really do owe him and almost see him like, I don't want to say godlike, but you know what I'm saying? They, they yeah. owe him. And mm. so... Is that I think he uses that completely with these people, and including you know Jessica's mom. Like, I think if someone just... did do that for your kids, I mean, of course you'd feel. Oh, like of you're... course, but you know, to the point, you know, she lost her husband. He probably, I, I don't know how deep they go into the backstory with this, but it's just like I could see him almost being like Stockholm syndrome with the mm-hmm. mom. Because she has this room kind of, like, locked away in a basement. He probably yeah. tells her, well, it's your powers. You can't control them all the time. So this is for your own good. Well, now she's completely isolated. Mm-hmm. And just, it's extremely abusive. This is a really, I don't know, I don't, I'm not, <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not saying I don't like it portrayed. <laughs> I just, it's so uncomfortable. It's not, see. it's not, you, you don't, uh, it's, you don't like it because it's not relationship goals. <laughs> Not relationship goals at all. <laughs> I mean, unless you're into that kind of thing, I guess. But this sounds horrific. <laughs> um, I just, just cannot imagine how Jessica feels because, you know, she wants, oh, yeah. wants her parents back so bad. And now she has her mom back, but her mom is basically this violent, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to call her a monster, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be so sad at the end if Jessica has to kill her mom. Uh, like, yeah. I don't. That's not gonna be good for me. <laughs> no. As many times as I wanted to kill my she mother, just kill that guy. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, I don't think her her mom is probably not. I don't know. It's probably not uh, a person that you can save at this point. You know, she yeah. might be far gone. So. It's hard to, to think he, he might have made her that way, just psychologically. Yeah. God, it's just terrible. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a, it's an intriguing <laughs> twist in it, though, isn't it? It is, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, because I, like, I think as well, like, earlier on in the season, um, obviously I try not to sort of let, let you guys, like, you know, kind of sway you either way or anything with my reactions to what you guys say. But it was very much like, oh, the killer, oh, saying it's a he, it's a he, it's a he. 
and then it was kind of a twist that it was a woman but mm. the assumption was the assumption I had as well was it was going to be a man yeah. I guess because this show is kind of I guess following on from Kilgrave you know it's um it, the characters in this are women who are manipulated by by men sadly you know that's just mm. seems to be the running theme of this and um but then to find out it's her mum because I, I just thought it was going to be like a typhoid mary villain that has no relation to jessica apart from yeah. igh um but it's kind of yeah kind of a, a good twist uh, what did you guys think of the scene in which um uh, the mom is doing the piano lessons <laughs> i thought it was hilarious that they were really pushing like she's like so zen look at the buddha like yeah statue. <laughs> look at the, the, the she has a piano she's like really doing all these zen things like I don't know, they were really shoving it in our face. <laughs> I don't know what the song was, but it, it just made me think of Here Comes Santa Claus. It kept making me yeah, think of some yeah. stuff. <laughs> well, it sounded like this. Yeah, I thought it was Here Comes Santa Claus. Yeah. Well. No, it's it's something else, because she's singing the words, and it's like... Oh, I know it's not, I know it's not, but that's yeah. exactly the I, same. I don't know what the song but... is, but yeah. I it just sounds exactly like... I thought neighbor was a little weird <clears throat> excuse me yes a little weird yes this. Uh, can i come in and listen to you play <laughs> i don't know like, no, get out of here <laughs> yeah. the neighbor was uh, just over the top like kind of too friendly like i was like get out of there lady like <laughs> i don't know it's fine to be friendly but i don't know yeah, yeah. get out of here why yeah. don't you just go and buy a cd of piano music love <laughs> go <laughs> to youtube you ever heard of phone. youtube love <laughs> yeah yeah like, oh it was just yeah, a little too don't intrusive. Involve other people don't don't do it. And particularly because even though she says, um, you know, come in and everything, she's clearly uncomfortable. She's obviously quite, you know, she's not the most outgoing person. You can't imagine her being the mum being super chatty when they met at the garage sale or whatever it was. So you just think, well, obviously this is a woman who's either, you know, might be quite shy or you know anything. Like I'm not going to bother them. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I it would have annoyed me. I, I think see I would have smashed she... that piano if I was her. <laughs> and that, I was trying to practice and that baby started crying. Yeah, I'd be annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> would you be breaking your piano annoyed? <laughs> no, because I wouldn't be able to afford to buy a new one. So I'd That's be like, well, I'm going to go break this this stick outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, on a fashion note, I really liked her treetop top. <laughs> I did as well. I had that as a note. I really liked it. I like yeah. want it. Like, I'm like, that looks so comfortable and yeah. so cute. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just like a nice, I mean, like, slouchy top. Yeah, you could get angry in it and break a piano and, like, you're not going to worry about stretching it out. Like just... When she's breaking that piano as well, she's, like, you know, hitting it with both fists. Like, I was like, oh, oh yeah. That kind of has no like, chance. reached in and pulled out the, um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Guts>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when's yeah. the next time we see her? We don't see her for a while, I don't think. Um, oh, I think we see her when she's setting the piano on fire in the backyard. Right? Oh yeah, she sets puts it in the fire pit, and I think then the next time we see her is at the aquarium, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When she goes in with um with the doctor, Carl, and Doctor Carl, she's got like Janet McTeer has got a really good intense stare. Don't you think? Yeah. Like, because I know, and obviously it changes things. Because like when the doctor sees Jessica, and he's like Jessica, and then she turns around and looks up at her. She's obviously in shock and stuff, but she, her stare is really intense. 
She reminds yes. me of the actress who played Jackie on Roseanne. <laughs> uh, well, oh, well yeah. as we called her last week, Evil Laurie Metcalf. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you've just revealed you don't listen to the episode. <laughs> Shocked and appalled. Uh, I think Brad um, decided we should christen her Evil Laurie Metcalf. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she does like really look like her. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we see her next, sort of after that, is obviously when she's been drugged and everything. But um, I think the next time we actually see her is the last episode where she speaks to Jessica and takes the wig off and we see all this scarring on the back of her head. Oh. And we see her just uh, just because we didn't discuss it necessarily, but um, we I, like, I don't have a separate section for Carl. He's just shoved in with yeah. her. Um, he even has a fucking octopus mug. <laughs> yeah, what a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> He's the worst. Like, I really hate this guy, too. Most of the guys in this season, I'm like, I hate that guy. What? There's there's one female in the show that I really hate, but we'll get to her, I'm sure. It's just, it's just two on the nose. It really is. And then, um, yeah. yeah, so he goes and he brings her to, which is crazy that he controls her that much. Mm. He drugs her enough to knock her out and then has, like, the oxygen there to, to wake her up. So yeah. she she has like absolutely no control over anything, and it's so it's so terrible. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so yeah. bad. Did you guys want to talk about Malcolm at all quickly? I mean, we only really have the scene where he goes to the university and sees his ex that he does on his own, I think. And also the scene where he like has sex with Trish. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. How did I forget that? I think my only note for that scene regarding him was, oh, Malcolm, you have such a nice butt. <laughs> yes! It was very smooth. <laughs> so ramped, <soft> looking. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at his butt. Well, I think because that felt to me like more of a Trish scene. But I like that he's really concerned about her, you know? Yes. You know, he's like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? And it's like, oh. I know. Malcolm, well, she's basically eating his face, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, let's talk about Jerry it's next. Like, we'll talk it, about Trish last. Well, was okay. it weird? He was like, look at me. No, it was weird when she was like, I'm looking at you. you. Yeah, I yeah. see you. With my creepy yeah. demon eyes. She's like totally using him, but I think he's okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's okay. <laughs> he's using all those other women as well, though, you know? So, yeah. I thought he didn't want to go to the university because that's where his father worked, but... I guess it turns out his yeah. ex is there, but I don't know. I guess we'll, I don't know if we'll, I hope we'll find out more about his father in, later on this season. Yeah. I'm not saying anything. I'm <laughs> sure <laughs> So, Jerry, uh, I think the first kind of thing we have with her is that she's obviously taking these drugs for her condition and she's trying not to vomit in the interrogation room. Yeah. And I thought that must be, again, like, you know, Jessica doesn't like to see herself vulnerable in that painting. Jerry's someone who doesn't like to be vulnerable. And she is vulnerable, not just with this this illness, but also with her treatment. So giving her all these side effects. Uh, before we talk about her, can I ask, Matt and Mel, what are your feelings on this Jerry storyline? Oh, yeah, good idea. Oh. It's just a shortcut for another character with superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry's going to get superpowers. No? Yeah, for sure. Well, I feel like she. That, it, that's that was my feeling. Felt like that's what she was looking for. Yeah, that's. In addition to a cure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure she wouldn't turn them down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
Well, I don't know. It's, Claire was yeah. telling us last week that a lot of people or whatever, oh, I've seen a lot of been complaining about the yeah about the storyline. Story line. Why? And I'm, I guess because it's not it's not you know superhero stuff. It's not you know it's it's not dealing with Jessica her. running around kicking butt. It's because like we talked about it, and as a group, we thought like it's one of the more interesting storylines yeah. in the show right now. Yeah, yeah I thought so. And for okay. this character, right. it's it's very interesting to give her a bit of depth. I don't know. I really like I really like uh, where the season is going. I I actually yeah. was enjoying also like uh, Trish a little bit more this season because I didn't really like her last season. Mm-hmm. I just thought she was really annoying. But then I started liking her. But then I started not liking her as much when she started inhaling the Simpson drugs. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. Overall, like I don't know. It's just. It's more like uh, there's really good storylines in this season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think. And I like that they're giving Jerry depth. You, you know, yeah. they don't necessarily have to do that. She's more of a a side, yeah, you know, supporting character who comes along and is snarky, you know. And but yeah. they're like, no, we're actually going to show that she is a human being and give her some depth. Well, they have Carrie Ann Moss. They might as well use her. Oh, she's so amazing! <laughs> her full potential. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, what's the next bit really with her? I mean, we see her in the interrogation room. She doesn't really do much. It's really when she is with Inez. Inez gets delivered to her apartment. It's like, hey, hey, Jerry, here's a sexy lady for you <laughs> um, at your apartment that you that you know has information you could potentially use. Um, but this kind of, I find this whole bit of it really interesting. You know that she's, you know, she basically says, oh yeah, totally, just take her to my apartment. Don't worry about putting her in a safe house or whatever, um, and is you know like treating her really nicely. But I also like the 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 fact that Inez calls her on it and can totally see what she's doing. I thought that was good. Mm. Inez is the other character that I don't like. <laughs> just what? it's talk to us, Tammy. And <laughs> your feelings. Um, she's just annoying, and yeah, she's just super annoying, and she's her like her. I, I'm gonna. I hope I don't steal anyone's. Uh, quote. But this is actually a quote that Jerry says to Jessica. But to me, I think of it to Inez. She tells she tells Jessica, "Your paranoia is exhausting," and that's the way I feel about Inez. I'm like, stop it! Like, just you're not fucking. You were more like in. You were going to be more in trouble just hanging out in a fucking alleyway, yeah. and now you're getting a shower bed people who are trying to take care of you and you're just a bitch like i cannot i can't she's so she threatens to leave every five minutes and i just feel like going go fucking go what did she say get off the show what did she say to malcolm again that he was like basically didn't really care about anybody she says you're the worst type of person you pretend to care um, but really you're doing everything for yourself i didn't get that yeah Yeah, i didn't get that either. either Like, I thought she was wrong in that. Like, I feel like Malcolm is the most giving person like, yeah. on this show, in my opinion. I don't know. I thought maybe she, I don't know, she has worked out that that's something that might hurt him. So she's yeah. just saying it to him because it's it would hurt him. Because I think he he kind of worries about, you know, he's he feels a bit dirty doing some of the stuff he does for Jessica. Like, you know, stealing the ID and... Yeah to get that info and all that kind of thing so maybe that's it yeah maybe but i thought it was really cruel to like Mm -hmm. 
say something like that because you could say that about anybody. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like you could, I don't know, like, oh, you're just out to do this for yourself. Well, obviously people will be do nice things for other people because, yeah, it feels good to do nice things for other people, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Um, So Inez and Jerry, obviously with Jerry's plan to get Inez to give her some info, and Inez is... Is it Inez? Is that how you say it? Inez? Inez, I don't know. Inez, Inez, Um, maybe Inez, because he called that other guy called her Minez. Oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) Minez Mean. Ugh. Yeah. Um. So, I like the fact that they're both smart. Like, I like the fact that Inez is aware of what Jerry's doing. Um, but she does take advantage of her. Like, she's like, oh yeah, I need this this particular top with holes in it. You know, for. A hundred dollars? I was like, a hundred dollars for that top? What? I know. That was kind of crazy. Um, And Jerry obviously sees her scars and stuff. uh, And um, so Inez kind of, you know, not opens up to her, but is is sort of vulnerable in Jerry's eyes as well. And then Jerry is revealed to be vulnerable later, I guess, to Inez because of her seeing the tablets and everything. Mm. Even like when Inez went into Jerry's room, I kind of found it interesting because Jerry doesn't want to show any type of weakness in regards to anything. So when she walked in, Jerry immediately took off her glasses and like removed her retainer. Yeah. yeah. As if to be like any anything, you know, she has to be like strong, perfect at all times. I thought that was quite a cool little detail. Um, what do you think about just... the whole thing? Of... Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Or maybe she just wanted to be understood when she talks. Because I don't know, I like to take my retainer out <laughs> oh, when I'm really? talking. <laughs> I never put my retainer in, and I really should have, because my teeth have now like kind of started to move back to their original position. But if anyone's listening, keep your still wear your retainer after your braces come out, kids. I know, I it made must be that annoying. mistake and ended up having to get them straightened out a second time. Oh, <laughs> no. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I know I'll have to end up doing that probably. <laughs> you, guys, you guys, I don't, I don't know. Like, I know you probably like feel like self-conscious about your teeth, but I think crooked teeth are really endearing. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I think it's just like it adds to like someone's personality. I think it's just like I don't know. It's nice. It's nice that everybody has something different about them. I agree. Aww. Yeah. We love you as well now. It's like when David Bowie fixed his teeth, I was like, no, you should have left them as it were. <laughs> yeah, and Tom Cruise fixed his teeth, and now he's got that weird middle tooth. And that's all I can see when I see him. Do you know what I mean? That is strange. Yeah, just Google Tom Cruise middle tooth, and <laughs> you'll never be able to unsee it ever again. His tooth, he hasn't got, like, if you if you do him symmetrically... He's got a weird tooth in the middle of his face. It's 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 very upsetting. <laughs> oh my god, it's so weird. <laughs> it upsets me. Bruce had really really bad teeth though. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. His were yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um. Oh. So what about this whole thing that Inez says about the the other guy that was a healer that was at the uh, clinic? So you think that they're going to kind of go after this guy to heal Jerry? Yeah, that's what that's what it's looking like. I hope it does yeah, happen because I like Jerry. Yeah, but as we said, she could just call up Doctor Strange or Iron Fist. <laughs> or Iron Fist, yeah, <laughs> she knows. It's so yeah, ridiculous, right? I have to mention a storyline in the comics. There's a storyline in the comics that's infamous for being terrible um, in Spider-Man, and it's called One One More Day. 
and it's where Spider-Man or Aunt May shot and um, is kind of dying in hospital and uh, and Spider-Man, like Peter Parker cannot bear for her to die, you know, even though she's a thousand years old and she's lived a long life, you know, and everything. And it's sad and everything, but he's like, no, no, she mustn't die. And he goes to everyone in the Marvel Universe, like literally like, hey, Doctor Strange, you can communicate with different uh, dimensions and all this and Doctor Strange like yeah I have amazing powers I, I can't do anything for a bullet wound though oh uh, Reed Richards you're one of the most intelligent people on earth can you do anything no 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 not about a bullet wound oh Shuri uh, you invent all this technology and you can cure stuff can you help out mate oh I would but it's a bullet wound and I can't do anything about bullet wounds <laughs> and it's so ridiculous and you're like no this is insane and it ends with him making a deal with the devil. And it's just so stupid. It's so stupid that everyone is like, oh, no, we do all this, but bullet wounds. Those are don't know how we would deal with that. I mean, that's that's beyond my my amazing magic. It's ridiculous. Well, he meets yeah. up with a fella called Bill Zabub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill. <laughs> I know who wrote that storyline. It's the guy that created Dan Babylon Slott. Five, right? Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. it was Dan Slott. Oh no, it wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah, it was that guy. It's it's notoriously bad. Well. You know, <laughs> mm. He's written other great stuff since. Yeah, he's written some good stuff. <laughs> I kind of want to read that, that now. It's you should uh, if you want to see someone rant about um, about that story or everything that's bad with it, you should watch the Linkara video covering it. I might uh, send it to you. Will okay. he goes through every single issue with it? The fact that it's a four issue arc, nothing happens in it for the first three parts. It's just Spider Man going to people and going, "Can you help Aunt May?" No, <laughs> an issue, and you're like, "Great, brilliant, what, what drama, awesome." Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Trish, because there's quite a lot to go through with Trish, and we're probably going to run over, but we're not. So the first time we see Trish, she's vomiting into the toilet, and Tammy's favourite female character, Dorothy, is holding her hair back. And who's worse, Tammy, uh, Inez or Dorothy? Oh, Inez, all the way, all the way. She's she's definitely worse than Dorothy. At least Dorothy, Dorothy, I feel like, like you say she's interesting, like I find her interesting, and I feel that she drives... Trish's character a lot of times. So she's yeah. important. These pe- yeah. The characters that I hate, like Price, Griffin, and now Inez, it's like, I don't like them because they serve no fucking purpose right now, and they're annoying. Like, there's, like, there's nothing here? to... Yeah, and I just am like, I hate you all. <laughs> I just hate <laughs> you all. But um, no, I, Dorothy, at least she serves a purpose, so it makes sense. Okay. I just don't like her as a, as a person. <laughs> No, she's an awful person. Um, and Trisha's eyes are like bright red, and she's—it's mm. like when she was, uh, she used to, you know, she used to be high. Um, she does eye drops, but her eyes are still pretty red throughout the rest of this episode. Um, and it's like, no, Trish, no, we can see you going down a bad path, particularly yeah. as the synopsis for the next episode told us so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, she run out of those inhalers, I wonder. Oh, I, well, let's hope she never does because we see how she reacts to not having one this episode. What do they do exactly? Do they just make her more like her reactions better? Does it actually make her physically stronger? I think it makes her reaction, her eyesight better, her hearing better, and her reactions faster. Uh, okay, is what so... I got from it. Okay. And it, I guess it heals her, it makes her feel better, but but not as in healing her. I guess it's just like anything, you know, if you're 
if you're in withdrawal, taking whatever the yeah. thing is, you're going to feel better. So if she did like go stalking people, uh, like being a vigilante at night, and she got into a fist fight, like she wouldn't necessarily be strong enough to win it. Or... No, I, I, I don't know if it's made her strong. I don't think it has. Like, I don't think she could take on Jessica, for instance. Yeah. Okay. Or, or um, uh, the mom, um, mm. because she I don't think she's like any she was, stronger. She seemed like she was stronger though, especially on the bus. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. She, I, I forgot about when she was on the bus. Yeah. Hmm. I don't, so know. I don't know. Debatable, I guess. We see that it sharpens her her sight though and her hearing. Well, first of all, I was like, when I rewatched this, I was like, does it does it mean she can hear thoughts? Because she walks past that guy and she hears very nice, and I didn't see his lips move, so I was like, did she hear his thoughts then? Reliquist. But I think maybe he just like mumbled it, and she she heard it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, th- in this first scene as well with her, this is when she finds out about her meeting with ZCN, I think it was, mm-hmm. uh, about a possible job. Um, and Dorothy's rushing her out the door. Uh, I was so annoyed with the scene where Griffin proposes to her. Yep. Yeah. So, 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 so annoyed because I'd be like, fuck you. Um, you know, doing it in front of everyone. I just think it's, it's putting way too much pressure on someone. It's, yeah. Put me on the spot like fair. that. And I yeah. felt annoyed for Jessica as well. The way he got her to come there. Or yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he makes Jessica worry, and so he kind of like he's like Trish needs you right now. He makes Jessica worry about Trish. Yeah, um, yeah which isn't isn't fair at all. Um, particularly when you know stuff's going on. I mean, obviously Griffin doesn't know about that, but I just I just find this whole thing very selfish, and it's not about Trish at all. It's all about him. Yep. Yeah. That everyone can go. Oh, wasn't that amazing what he did? Oh, yeah. Um, there's a romantic song playing by this guy and then like he asks her to marry him and she doesn't she doesn't say yes she says thank you yes I and then that. he and then he just places the ring on her finger without asking without waiting for a yes it really pissed me off well that's because everybody is watching and that's why you don't which do is why that. you shouldn't do it yeah exactly yeah. i understand yeah. that it it could like some people could think it as being like kind of a romantic like it's a big grand gesture you know like it's really like he's really like like this is, i'm tr- showing everyone that i love you but it's like yeah it's also like it should be a private moment it should be t- between i'm two like people. is this is this just what rich people do like how can you- it's like this seems like very expensive to put all this together yeah because you still have to put the wedding together and that's also yeah (laughs) but he's like i just want to make trish happy and i was thinking no you don't because if you wanted to just make her happy you would have asked her her. (laughs) yeah he would have asked her like he would have brought up the idea of marriage with her before i know like the surprise proposal is you know, people think it's romantic and stuff, but I'm guessing they haven't even discussed it. And like you said, Tammy, they were arguing like last episode. Yeah. So yeah. maybe now is not the right time, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It really, it really annoyed me. Yeah. Um. So they obviously talk after it as well, and uh, want to want to talk about it. And we don't actually see them talk, do we? We just sort of find out what it was afterwards. Probably said, God, I'm, he probably said, God, I'm such a dick. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> yeah. 
God, I'm such a penis, you know, a dick, you know, a schlong. I just love talking about them. They're my favorite thing. <laughs> um, and so Trish is sitting at home looking at the ring and Dorothy arrives and she's upset that, that Trish messed it up. But I think, I mean, I think Trish's priorities are a bit messed up. Well, it speaks volumes about her as a character that she is quite a messed up person. But at least she's self-aware enough to realise, to recognise that she was disappointed when it was the engagement. And she knows why. And it's because, like, you know, she wants a career. She doesn't want to be married to Griffin. Um, So even though Dorothy says that she's spoiled and arrogant, um, you know, at least Trish is self-aware enough for that. I mean, she's not self-aware enough that she's, making herself a, a junkie again and I, I guess she's saying it's so she can fight off um, the, the killer so she has the strength you know to to help Jessica but in doing that you know obviously it's not a good idea for her when she is a, an addict a recovering addict um, but she's self-aware enough in this moment I think which is is quite cool mm. yeah uh, and uh, she slaps Dorothy which yeah. I think was actually kind of deserved I'm not saying go and hit your mother's listeners but like oh or maybe willis (laughs) that was a very evil chuckle will i'm not saying i've done it but i may have wanted to do it a few times oh i yeah i've wanted to do it definitely oh yeah um but like because dorothy brings up max again and is like oh you go i can't remember she said it was something like you go crawling back to max something like that where she says something like about that she she went and blowed him, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. It was, it was horrible. Like, what an awful thing to say. Where presumably she knows that this guy. I mean, she can't blame Trish for whatever happened between Trish and Max because Trish was a child. Mm. Yeah, he was a forty-year-old man. She, but she does, she does blame her daughter. Oh, I mean, so my note, even like at the beginning when she was like getting Trish ready, and we thought she was going to just go interview with. ZCN, I can't mm-hmm. remember. For some reason, those letters do not stick with me. Yeah. But what my note, even at that point, was like, is she trying to pimp out her daughter again? Like, it's yeah. so, it's that whole relationship they have together is disturbing. It's very queasy watching her. It makes me queasy watching her interact with, with Trish at points like that because you do think, is she trying to, because she's talking about the career and it, it does feel like she is pimping her out and you just think, oh, like the yeah. things that Trish must have gone through as a kid, you know, with yeah. this person as her mom. It's like, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's really weird that she's blaming her when it's obvious that it's her that put her in that situation, you know? Yeah. Well, she's, yeah. A, she's a stage mom, you know. She yeah. shouldn't have, have put her daughter in that position to be that, that uh, to be taken advantage of. Mm. Okay, and I found the line. She does tell her, she goes, she's telling her about Griffin, and she goes, and when you finally find a winner you crawl back to max and blow him for some story oh. and that's and that's when trish hit her <laughs> yeah it's so horrible so i guess uh trish is upset at that so she takes the inhaler i guess because she just wants to feel better um and then the next one is when she's walking along intensely and she can hear really well and she follows this man with a gun onto the bus and watches. She's just sitting there staring at him, waiting for him to yeah. do something. You know, like if he did have a, a gun or he was someone like that, I mean, just staring at him is probably going to make him do something, you know? Cause she's yeah. antagonizing him just by the way she's sort of looking at him. Um, 
I'm not saying that, you know, people should be blamed if they're watching people, but she's very aggressive, you know, in the way she's yeah, sitting but no, there. The, that's the thing. She's doing it aggressively. She's staring yeah. aggressively. <laughs> and uh, can, she, that's what she's doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she thinks he's going to, like, get the gun out, but instead he pulls out the power of positive thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks all grumpy at her, like, I just want to be positive, man. I, mean, I love this. I love that he shook his head too. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, some people. <laughs> Do you want to borrow my book? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, and uh, at the back of the bus, there's a man who's being accused of touching a woman, and Trish like kicks him off the bus. Yeah, and then says, "You're welcome," and you can basically see her. You know, dreams of being an Avenger. You know, like That's almost smug like, right there. Yeah, yeah, just saving people. It's it's really like it's it's disturbing because there you're like, no, this is not the way to go about this, Trish. There was no confirmation that anything actually happened, was there? No, she just jumped, no. Jumped. Yeah, no. She just like literally, since she heard anything, she just jumped on this. I mean, also that girl. Um, if something had happened, this girl could have taken care of it. Yeah. Um, but Trish just like immediately jumped in. It makes me, it makes me like go, Trish, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's not, not good. Um, when Jessica meets Trish at the pawn shop as well, she, Trish is like really quick to pull a gun. As soon as the man pulls a gun, she like immediately pulls a gun as well. We know that, um, you know, she likes guns, but it's just like, like, I feel like, because obviously I know kind of we or we know as an audience as well what's going on, but you I just feel like screaming at Jessica going, "Can't you see something's happening? Yeah. Like, can't you see?" It's, it's just oh, frustrating. But she's got obviously her own stuff going on as well, Jessica. But you're just like, there's clearly something wrong with her. Yeah, but it's, it's like every time it's like well, you know, well hidden, and she keeps insisting that nothing mm. is wrong. This, so this I mean, Alex. why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't yeah. you take your friend's word for it? Do you know what I mean? Like, it is yeah. kind of hard to be like, no, I don't believe you. You want to yeah. believe what your friends tell you, you know? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Um, when they're at the golf club and she's kind of arguing with the supervisor as a distraction, when she started saying, oh, I don't feel well, did you think that that was just part of her act? Because I couldn't remember. I was like, is it that she's acting? Oh, you know, no. She's putting it on. And then no. she, like, I mean, she actually does throw up over the guy. Yeah, anyway. no, I, I had, you know, I guess because we're watching these so back to back, it's like, oh, no, that's when she starts coming out the, off of the asthma medication. Mm. She gets really nauseous and sick. Yeah. Like, oh, this is not going to be good. No. And she's searching for the inhaler and obviously it's not, not there. It's, it's, it's so sad to watch. Like, from, like, I just find it really sad. Like the scene where Jessica helps Trish to bed and Trisha, 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 Trisha did I say Trishika then? Jessica helps Trish to bed. Ugh, can't speak. And Trish is blaming the burrito. You know, when she was eating earlier, she's yeah. like, mm -hmm, yummy, yummy, burrito, burrito, yum, 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 yum. Um, and she's just waiting for Jessica to leave. And then she immediately, like, jumps out of bed and searches the inhaler. Like, she's lying to Jessica. And like I said, I love that she's self-aware enough in, in some respects, but it's just the fact that she's, like, clearly lying to herself here as well. And it's... Yeah. She's yeah, going my, back into old habits, and it's kind of sad to see. Yeah, my note was like, I mean, she's only been on this inhaler for like two days or something, like really, yeah, a real short amount of time. Like, I can't imagine what Jessica and her mom had to go through when she really was in serious addiction. Mm -hmm. 
Because just this for two days, it's like, oh my god, like, calm it down. And also, you get the feeling as well that when she was a kid, like, she was a bit of a brat, you know, she's kind yeah. of mellowed out as she's got older and sober. So, yeah, they probably had a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Not that that's an excuse for her mother, an adult, to behave the way she's at. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, her, her, yeah, Dorothy is a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> Um, so Malcolm arrives at Trish's and gives her the inhaler and is going, talking about bumping into his ex, his ex as well. You can just see her like, shut up. I want to go and get high. (laughs) And I love the effect they do with the camera when she goes into the bathroom to take the inhaler and she breathes it in and obviously her eyes change color, but her, the, the, um, color in her skin changes as well. That was really cool because she was so pale before and they like upped the, um, the color in the film. I was just That's like, it was saturation. such a cool, mm. yeah, the saturation. Yeah, exactly. It was just a really cool way of doing it visually. I thought that was a, a good choice. And then they have, <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. Notice her eyes got more veiny and stuff. But... Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. I think I only noticed because I was, I'm watching it for the second time, you know, mm. I'm watching out for all these little things. Um, <laughs> and then they have aggressive sex, aggressive from Trish anyway. Terrifying. It's terrifying. I'm looking at you. What's going to happen with these two? Are they going to end up uh, together? OTP? No. No. I don't don't think so. I want to see what it's like to have sex on these drugs. (laughs) That's what that (laughs) You want to? Don't do it, Tammy. (laughs) I just hope that she doesn't uh, get Malcolm back on the. uh, Yeah. Like off the wagon or whatever. Yeah, that would not be good. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, nobody wants that for Malcolm. Mm. Poor little Q-tip. Nobody wants that for Trish either. You know, like no, I like Trish. Yeah, well, I, I like her better. Be act- yeah, like I said, I liked her better now. But yeah, like it's just I don't know. Like, uh... mm. that yeah. was the end of the episode, guys. Any any last bits you wanted to say about for anything? What do you think is going to happen next with uh, Jessica and her her mom? Mm. They're going to go out shopping, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to have a, a, a buying clothes montage. Yeah, they're going to have go to that fancy wig shop that Trish took them to. <laughs> her mom is going to buy uh, her uh, a Game Boy. <laughs> oh, Game Boy. Oh. oh yeah, of course. Wasn't, wasn't the whole accident because of a Game Boy? Yep. <laughs> Good memory, Matt. I completely forgot nice. that as well. She's like, finally, you can have the Game Boy. Or, I mean, really, the first thing Jessica should say is, uh, if you're my mum, then who the hell's ashes are those in my house? Yeah. Yeah, Seriously. (laughs) It's the Game Boy. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Game Boy. (laughs) You were my favourite console. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's get into some Easter eggs Um, on Easter Sunday. Are you ready, guys? Very seasonal Easter eggs. (laughs) okay uh there's only a a couple for this episode so oscar's painting is done by alias and jessica jones cover artist david mack uh, who also worked a lot on daredevil um he um he yeah the the opening credits of the uh of uh, jessica jones are very david mack artwork inspired i don't think he i don't know if he worked on them directly but it looks a lot like his style. Um, and he also did a series called Kabuki, which is really good. Um, and yeah, he worked on, on Daredevil a lot as well. Uh, 
the character of Dr. Carl Malice first appeared in the comics in Spider-Woman. Huh. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, and I guess as well, like you were saying, there was a link between um, Jessica and Captain America last week, Tammy, in yeah. the Alias comics. Obviously, there's a link with Spider-Woman as well, because one of the other cases she does is um, for Spider-Woman. Yeah. Or one of the Spider-Women, uh, like Spider-Girl, I think, Matty... Matty... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the name, I but I remember yeah. yeah. He likes spiders because they're the only other thing with things with eight legs. <laughs> yeah. Just like things with eight legs. Yeah. <laughs> I love legs. <laughs> 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 um, and the last bit is that, yes, in the comics, Jessica's mum is alive. Um, but no, it's not necessarily like it is in the show. And I'm not going to go into any more details now, just in case. Because obviously we don't know how it is in the show yet. Uh, all right, so now it's time for some quotes. Matt and Mel, you're out of practice. Go, go, go. We don't have one any. person. What? We never do the quotes anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, Will. Thank you for asking, though. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I, you know, it, it's fine. <laughs> Sorry, I feel really bad now. <laughs> it's alright. I mean, I'm just, I'm just crying inside now. Like, they don't care anymore. Claire, Claire, step away from that inhaler. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, William, do you have hey, quotes? Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, go beat off in a corner because I don't give a dead moose's last shit. <laughs> oh, I had that as well. It was so good. <laughs> Her whole, I think I wrote down her whole speech because it's like, the whole speech. like she says that like you're a shitty investigator. Cry. Yeah, I know. I'm so glad. good. He's just standing there like, mm. <laughs> I am, I am rubbish. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I've got one, which is Jessica to one of the. Oh, actually, it's it's two really. It's Jessica to the cops in the station. Hands off the gun, itchy fingers. And then she says, "Bummer, you didn't get to shoot me." <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> uh, uh, got um, Look, fish were hurt. People were terrorized. We just want to <laughs> find the people responsible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor fish. Um, I got another one, which is Jessica to Dorothy, I think, which Dorothy says, how was jail? And Jessica says, how does that plant taste? Keep talking if you want to find out. <laughs> uh, I've got the guys at the golf course. I used to watch her show. Sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hi, Trish. Oh, what a mess. She's such a mess. Yeah. Uh, the one that Trish says, which is, I don't want to be with Griffin. I want to be him. I wonder if her mom was confused for a sec. What? Are you transgendered? Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Will, did you um, have any more? Sorry. Did you have any more? Um, I was, I had some more, but sorry, I got distracted by this Easter oh. thing. People were texting me, so I didn't hear what everybody else said. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> okay. Did you sorry to call you out there, <laughs> <laughs> What about know. the booze? She's like, oh, no. come on, they took my booze, too? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So did did he uh, make her, like, a booze cabinet, or did he just put her booze on, like, a now-empty shelf? <laughs> I think he just tied up the shelves and put it on a now-empty shelf. Uh-oh. Which yeah. I thought was nice. <laughs> yeah, he's he's lovely, he's great. He cares. Yeah. Aww. Uh, I think I had yeah. one last one, Go which on. was Jessica. So the creep and the maniac have had ha- found happiness together. 
which I think is what we should call them from now on, not the Doctor and the Mum, the Creep and the Maniac. <laughs> uh, my last one is the neighbor. Your home is so cool. Like, oh, no. no, get out now. She yeah, run, run away. <laughs> Take your baby and run. Why are you letting a stranger hold your baby? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I barely know you. Here's my baby. Yeah, I don't. And you're clearly quite an intense person. No, run away. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, now it's time to rate the episode. So uh, we'll rate them individually. Um, Matt and Mel, do you want to go first? Matt or Mel, I should say. You're not one person. Yeah. Sometimes we suspect it. Um, I thought they were good. They weren't great. They weren't bad. Um, like I said, I noticed at one point how little action there is in this show, but I guess it's uh-huh. not supposed to. It's not supposed to be that kind of show, I guess. But that's okay. Um, there was lots of sex, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's action. Yeah, that's a certain <laughs> kind of action. Yeah, that loses calories. So, I'll give I'll give both episodes uh, a seven point five and uh, seven point five action scenes, action in the sheet in the sheets, <laughs> action in the sheets. <laughs> uh, Tammy Tams. Uh, I liked both episodes. Um, I. Ended up only liking the second episode because of the finale of it. I mean, not that I hated the rest of it, but, you know, I thought the episode five overall as an episode was a lot more solid. Like, um, I like Jessica, of course, getting out of jail and pretending to be new Jessica. I hated Inez. (laughs) Hated her. Hated her. Um, And I love that Trish breaks up with, uh, what's his face? Um, Yeah. And uh, let's see. So I gave it the episode five. I gave eight and a half out of ten piano fires. And episode six, I like I said, I was only a little on board for the episode. It was kind of to me very slow until the end, and then the end was amazing. But uh, so I'll give that one eight out of ten tasty plants. Cool, uh, William. Yes. Oh, I like. Uh, I'm sorry for me to kind of separate them now. I should rate yeah. them while I'm watching them. Uh, I'll give. I like. I thought they were about the same, probably, but I didn't really like the reveal of Jessica's mom. I still don't. I, I'm sure they'll explain it, but I don't like it being her mom. But overall, I really. I thought the episodes were good. Uh, I will give them both eight out of ten. People who see you because they're looking right at you while they're <laughs> on top of you. <laughs> the creepiest rating ever. <laughs> uh, don't worry, uh, Melanie Gow, I haven't forgotten about you. Yay! <laughs> I did think I should have said you after Matt, but then I was like, no, I'm going to pleasure delay Matt. <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> oh, wow. How erotic of you! <laughs> Uh, what would you rate these episodes, Melanie Gal? Can I rate them as one, like Matt did, or should yeah, I? sure. Okay, if you think they they both get the same score, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, I like them both. I thought uh, I I've I always I don't know. I find Jessica Jones is like the most solid series in my opinion out of all the Marvel ones. Although Matt Matt A was saying that uh, we haven't seen Agents of Shield, and apparently that's like the best. Uh, in his opinion yeah Tammy really loves it as well yeah Yeah. so I haven't seen that one so I guess I can't truly judge 
<laughs> I only saw like the first couple of seasons and uh, like from what I understand that's when they were quite it was quite weak and it it gets a lot you know it's a lot better sort of yeah. later on yeah. oh, so. I would I don't know if I would want to like sit through two seasons just to get to the good stuff but mm. um you have to ask it, Tammy Tammy's the the guru on Agents of Shield do I have well, to sit through two I, seasons to get to the good stuff no and I didn't think I thought out of all the seasons the first to me is the slowest season okay and and that honestly the way i see it it's because they had i think one of the captain america movies or some something like that coming yeah, out they and tied they, in the had, they had to tie to that movie and so there are episodes where you're just waiting for the goddamn movie to come out so they can then move the the storyline along in mm-hmm. agents of shield now yeah. if you're binging it it might be different and might not feel that way because you know me i watch it one at a time so it's kind of like oh my god like how many more times to- you know the story's like dragon um <laughs> season two was okay but it just to me the seasons progressively get better and will watches as well right well yeah it's, it's so good will right warns now. Me when I'm gonna, it's so good right now <laughs> yeah will will warns me on twitter when i'm gonna cry <laughs> i haven't seen this week's episode yet so i can't tell you whether or not you're gonna cry this week. I, I got a little bit misty but i didn't cry okay <laughs> a bit misty night I got a little misty night. We'll put on a wig, but I did not cry. <laughs> uh, also, um, uh, uh, Mel, uh, Carl McLaughlin's in it. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He oh. is, isn't he? And he's a delight. I, oh, that's yeah. what I've heard, yeah. Uh, I think from you, Claire. Um, so, well, yeah, so I, I guess I don't binge shows a lot, so I, yeah. I probably would probably find it a bit slow but uh, as well, but if I go by what you're saying. Um, but anyways, yeah, uh, Jessica Jones, I really like it. I just enjoy the, her character a lot. Like, I don't know. I really like the storylines. I find she's a really, like, <laughs> and it surprised me even more when I saw that interview with Stephen Colbert, because I was like, oh my God, like, like, she's a really good actress, but she seems so like, I don't know. Wee! <laughs> Not to like judge her unfairly, but it was just like it was so I was so shocked to see that that's what like I don't know her personality was like. It's like yeah. whoa, that's so different. <laughs> but yeah, she's a really good actress. Um, so yeah, I would say I would give it an uh, eight out of ten. Uh, oh, at aquarium fishes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Those poor fishes didn't have a chance. I felt really bad. Oh, <laughs> as soon as I saw it punch the aquarium, I was like, what, what have they done like, to deserve this? Nothing. <laughs> they were there for your enjoyment, you bitch. <laughs> I want to go hug my aquarium when we finish podcasting. Aww. <laughs> fish tank. Aww. Little fishies. Oh, please do. <laughs> <laughs> and you gave both of them eight, yeah, Mel? Uh, yeah, eight. sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I uh, I kind of agree with um, with what you said, Tammy. I think the first episode was stronger, um, but I think the the second episode gets really um, strong at the end with the the reveal. I like that, and I like that it is signposted, sort of leading up to it, like with little clues. You know, you kind of realise just as Jessica does. If you hadn't sort of worked it out already, um, I thought that was that was great. So I'm going to give that episode an eight point five out of ten. Smashy, smashy, bang, bang pianos. <laughs> I think that was in that episode. 
um, which gives that episode, episode five, an average of uh, 8.1 out of 10. And then episode six, I um, yeah, I thought was a weaker episode, uh, but the, the uh, ending was great. Um, I, I like the storyline with Trish. You just, it's like watching a car crash in slow motion. It's like, oh no, you just can see her kind of, just this isn't going to end well, um, which is is not good to see in a character you care about, but it's always, you know, good to watch. It's good drama, I guess. Um, so I'm going to give that one an eight out of 10 starfish running away from the aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> and that gives it an average of 7.9 awesome uh we have one piece of feedback this week it is a voicemail from the dr moira brown a much nicer doctor than the doctor in jessica jones episodes five and six of jessica jones okay call back to heath from the second episode of your podcast because <laughs> He was postulating that Jessica's brother had never actually died and he was going to turn out to be the murderer, the big bad. Oh my God, Heath, you were so close. When I listened to that, I thought, no, they wouldn't possibly do that, would they? That would just be so cruel. But oh my gosh, skipping right to the end of episode six, it's her mom. As soon as she started walking through the house, I was cluing in and I thought, oh my God, oh my Pretty cool <laughs> twist. That alone, that alone gives uh, episode six for me a 10 out of 10 rating because it was just wow. so cool. Um, other thoughts, though, uh, I'm not happy to see Malcolm with Trish. That's just a bad news bear idea all around. Uh, Trish and her addictive behavior with respect to the ridiculous inhaler is really irritating me because she's battled addiction already. And, okay, I know, Claire, all along you've been alluding to the fact that she keeps comparing herself to Jessica and she wants to be a hero and... She's not sure who she is, and her self-esteem is low, and she's, so she's trying to be something that she's not. But I still would have given Trish a little more credit, especially having done her talk show for so long and having probably um, interviewed a million psychotherapists and hosts and, or I mean, sorry, guests, uh, you know, who would have shed light on the human psyche. I just would have given her more credit, because she's very intelligent, for being able to have some self-awareness and just not go down that rock rabbit hole so that storyline and her craving this stupid puffer thing and wanting to be powerful and strong for me i just find it irritating i don't know how you guys feel about it but it's not turning my crank but on a silly other note um let me see uh, from the f episode five what a waste of a nice piano <laughs> <That's> distressing <laughs> yeah, give it to me oh also uh the octopus. Okay, I see a parallel between the opening scenes of episode 5 where Jessica was pacing in her cell and that little octopus. Did you notice he just kept kind of pacing in his little cube? cube. It was adorable. Oh, he spurred around from one aspect of his, of his tank to another. It made me sad because I thought octopuses are smart. I'm sure he's feeling yeah. very confined and, um, you know, not very happy and probably bored to death. So I felt sad for Mr. Octopus. Oh, what he needs is a hole the size of a quarter. Yeah. If up on sale, you know, a bidding thing, I'd be really tempted to, to pay for that. Oh, yeah, and we all knew it was coming that Jessica was going to sleep with the super. Yeah, call it <laughs> go. Okay, that's all, that's all I have to say. Uh, I don't really think that was all that insightful, but um, <laughs> really, I really enjoyed this. So, you know, because I told you last week, I'm just going to keep mainlining. I'm just going to go ahead and watch the next one. So, all right, till later. Bye, guys.
Oh, Moira, she's oh. a delight. Thanks, Moira. I didn't notice the little octopus pacing. Um, I, 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 I did it. think that was a really small tank for an octopus yeah. that size. I did too. Yeah, I loved it though when the octopus was like staring back. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was the most hilarious, like kind of adorable, like, like I see you. <laughs> and Matt, what you were saying about the hole the size of a quarter, are you uh, alluding to that video of the octopus on the boat getting through that tiny hole? Have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen that. I just, oh, I it's amazing. Alluding, That's alluding what they said. The... They had octopus facts on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a, there's a video. If you type, like, octopus escapes on boat, there's this giant red octopus on the deck of this boat, and there's a hole. It's not, like, quite the size of a quarter. It's more, like, about as wide as a quarter, but, say, four quarters stacked up so it's a long sort of um rectangle hole and the octopus totally escapes through that hole it's amazing hmm. that's cool they're so cool I, I i wanted i wanted to kind of fact check like the whole like octopus dna thing i didn't really do it though but i was like is that really for real that they're like kind <laughs> of like they don't know like where the octopus dna comes from like i felt like that it was comes a from little... space yeah <laughs> space they're aliens <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I can imagine the conspiracy theories surrounding this. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> uh, so what? What else was I going to say? What do we do now? Oh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, next week we are covering episodes seven and eight. Uh, oh, episode seven! I'm so excited. Uh, episode seven is called, and let's see if you uh, if jogs any memories, guys, because I told you to put a little post-it note in your brain. It's called I Want Your Cray Cray. Uh, hey. <laughs> what is that a reference to? Anything? Uh, yeah, it's been referenced already in this season. Uh, in uh, I, I, I'll just tell you. I'll be nice. So <laughs> in uh, in the first episode where Trish was performing at the party as um, as Patsy, they uh, the guys, the super fans right. of her, said to her afterwards, they were like. They said something about they love her um, her song um, that she released, and it was called "I Want Your Cray Cray." No, oh. <laughs> that's so terrible. <laughs> um, the synopsis of that is: flashbacks shed new light on the aftermath of the family's car accident and reveal a painful turning point in Jessica's adult life. Mm. And episode eight is called "Ain't We Got Fun," and it says while Jessica debates her next move. Malcolm confronts Trish about her erratic behavior, and Jerry makes contact with a healer. Uh, any predictions? Hmm. You predicted she was going to meet up with this healer guy anyway, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. That's what we all want. But will it She's going to end up with superpowers. What kind of superpowers, Matt? Uh, the opposite of healing. She's going to wither people. She's going to be withered. <laughs> <from that end>. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like Rogue? She's just going to be like, I suck out your powers. A more extreme version of Rogue, where they just oh, wither, okay. wither into dust. Mm, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I, I don't know that, that superhero. but I don't know Wither? Cool. He's dead now. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, Wither. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what's going to be next week. Matt and Mel, I love having you on. You're great. You're, you're true heroes. We're glad we came on. It's lovely to have you back on the podcast. You are welcome yep. anytime. Yay! Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to lately? Um, I know Matt's been doing some podcasting. I know you haven't, Mel. Not but, uh, really. We've just been doing, doing to... Hoople, Hooplecast, that's about it. 
what's Hoopla Once Cast been covering lately? Uh, we did the John Adams miniseries, which was kind of delightful. Because, <laughs> uh, I don't know, John Adams like yells at his, at his kids like in a most delightful way. <laughs> I want him to be my dad. Um, <laughs> Remove yourself, sir! <laughs> Isn't he played by um, Paul Giamatti? Is yes. that plays him? Nice. Yes. Yeah, like his little like. Yourself, sir. <laughs> it's so. Oh, I'll yell that at my nephew next time he's naughty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, we watched. Uh, what was it? Uh, in. The patient that he's That's such treating. a good show, cool. though, in treatment. I love that yeah. show. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, William? Uh, oh, go on. Sorry, Mel. Sorry. I've just found the episodes we watched were a little bit uh, frustrating, but I'm, I'm sure it's a good show. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, continue, Claire. Sorry. No, that's okay. I was just I was just confused because all of a sudden some reggae started playing from the room next to mine, so I don't know what my neighbors <laughs> are doing. I was like, Using reggae. Yeah. <laughs> Confuse. Maybe that's the power that Jerry gets, the power of confusing reggae. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, Will, have you been up to anything lately that you want to promote? Not really. <laughs> I haven't really. Uh, I did Spartacast recently, um, well, a few weeks ago. That's the only thing I've done. Probably do it again soon. <laughs> cool. And uh, Tammy, has there been anything uh, exciting that you've done lately? Oh. Super exciting. We finished um, X-Files again. You mentioned last week. So, oh. That's exciting. Um, and so this week we get to go back and start watching Quantum Leap. And so we're going to be recording for that this afternoon. And I'm so excited. I am so excited. It's like oh, it's like a special treat I've been looking forward to this 10 weeks. <laughs> X-Files. And it was a, oh, I can't wait to talk about. Uh, quantum leap again oh yeah special yeah. we've earned it tammy we've earned it <laughs> i feel bad for you guys <laughs> oh man i just like how i just had to say we finished x files again <laughs> it's like yeah. Yeah. time <laughs> it's probably gonna come back uh, again you know uh, yeah that's my feeling is i mm-hmm. think it's gonna come back and i'm not excited about it at all no, they haven't even announced that it's coming back, and I'm already not excited for it to come back. Matt <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mel, as our guest, you get to take us out with an Excelsior. Woohoo! Okay, three, two, one. Yeah, three, two, one. Excelsior! How operatic! It was beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported international license. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!